Welcome to one, episode 153 of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. Hello, hello everyone. Today I've got Kira Hug on the show and we're going to be talking about letting your inner freak out, uh, which I'm really excited about. It's a fun episode. Kira's great. Uh, she's going to show you some great insights. Be ready to listen and really let it sink in if this is something you're struggling with. Um, maybe being the realest of reels with your peeps because um, it's it's a game changer. I can attest to that for sure. Uh, before I let you go, though, I have to have to tell you we are in the final days before officially, officially, officially opening the doors for Social Pro. But because you listen to the show and I know you want to get in early and right away and take advantage of some very cool early bird offerings, I wanted to let you know the waitlist is open and the cart is open to the waitlist. So if you go to thestacyharris.com slash social pro right now and get on the waitlist, you can take advantage of those early bird prices, saving you $500 on social pro, which is just the kick assiest of programs that I've ever done. Uh, and I'm so excited to bring it back. Uh, I'm, I've been, I've been, sitting on my hands eagerly waiting to bring this to you guys and put all the pieces together and, and really amp this up to 11. All right, okay, so that's it. Go over there and check that out. That's over on the show notes page, which is of course for this episode at thestacyharris.com slash episode 153. That's where you'll find links to everything I mentioned. And if you wanna connect with Kira, which I know you'll want to, uh, you can talk to her through uh, there. Cool, cool. All right, let's jump in with Kira. All right, guys, I've got Kira with me now, and we are going to be talking, like I said, about standing out in a saturated market. This hits close to home for me, because we all know social media, pretty popular. Uh, <laughs> so I'm really excited to have you on the show, Kira, to, to talk about this. Uh, thank you for having me here, Stacey. I, I'm a big fan of yours, and uh, I'm really excited to talk about this. It's near and dear to my heart. It's near and dear to my heart as well, because I do it in a really weird way in the fact that I have pink hair, but even that is not super uncommon, especially in my space. There are other pink haired social media people. Um, <laughs> but it, that tends to be my identifier when I go places. Um, but so before we get started and I get all rambly, uh, let's take a second and lever, let everybody know who might not know who you are. Yeah, I am, am a creative copywriter and I am your pirate of copy. So if you visit my website, you'll see I am weird as well, Stacy, and decked out in full-on pirate garb, and I'm actually wearing it today, too, because it just makes life a little bit more fun and definitely puts me in the right mindset with interviews. Uh, and I also run a podcast as well. It's the Bridal Rebellion Podcast, where I interview the most disruptive leaders in the bridal industry and the most rebellious brides. So there's definitely a theme here. I like working with um, really rebellious and disruptive entrepreneurs and people to help them stand out and change their lives. Those are my favorite people too. <laughs> Which is why I like you. That's right. Dare to be different. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about why this is so important. So why do you think it's important to, uh, to make sure that you are standing out and standing apart? Yeah, I think there's a really just a simple reason. It's really crowded and online space is only becoming more and more crowded. That will not change anytime soon um, because uh, this is, you know, not necessarily the dream life, but it's what a lot of people aspire to. They want to speak their truth. They want to create businesses they're passionate about. And that happens to be online. So if you want to stand out and actually 
get business and make money so you can have a sustainable income, then you need to do it in a way that resonates with the clients that you want. And in order to do that, you have to attract them. You have to show them what's different about you and how you can help them. And I mean, just the truth is nowadays you can't do that unless there's something that shines about you. You have to shine and you have to do it in your own way. And I think we're all capable of doing that. Um, It's just finding out what it is about you that makes you um, your eccentric side and how you can package that and share it with people so some people call it how to be authentic and I think we're all sick of hearing the word authentic I like to say you know your it's your freak side it's your weird I think that's a little bit more comfortable for me well I you know just as a sort of random antidote anyone who listens to the show has probably heard this but I know for me letting that part of myself that I thought would make me quote, unprofessional, changed the way I had did business. I, I mean, I embraced that part of me and I went, I, I leaned into it for lack of a better term and my business doubled and then tripled and then I retired my husband and so on and so forth. Um, all of the success I have now, all of the success I have ahead of me hinged on that decision to embrace that instead of hiding it. Yeah, and I'm just curious to know how you embraced it and what you did to embrace it. Because I know I was I was drawn to you too, just by your your pink hair, which is like you said, other people have it. It's nothing crazy, but it just says that you're a bold person, an entrepreneur, and I think that attracts the right people. So I just wanted to when you when you actually started doing it. Okay, so my hair has been pink for it'll be three years in July. Wow. Which is the, uh, July is also the four year anniversary of my business. It was about a year in that I did it. And I was, I still had my first business, which was a VA firm. And I had built a business that was successful. I made, I made good money and it was by on paper, totally successful. And I hated it. Yeah. Because I wasn't, I was working very hard to be the person who you saw when you would go into the front office of a, of an office, you know, a receptionist kind of position or an admin um, kind of position. And that's, that's not me. And I had created a job. Essentially, I had built myself a job that I didn't like. And a boss I thought was kind of obnoxious. And my boss was me. <laughs> um, which is uncomfortable. Like, it's just, it's awkward. Um, and I had always, 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 always wanted pink hair. I was obsessed with Jem from Gem and the Holograms when I was a kid. I know. <laughs> me too. And, because she's the greatest. I'm still obsessed with Jem from Gem and the Holograms. Uh, and so randomly I, I did it one day. My mom, before she had me, was a stylist. So I said, hey, will you do this for me? Uh, and she did. And it, here we are <laughs> three years later. There was a small break, a, a short break, <laughs> where I went back to red and then hated it immediately and cut all my hair off and dyed it pink again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if, and for me, I think I think for me what is different and even unique in the sense that I have pink hair and I do social media is that my pink hair doesn't appear to be a gimmick. Right. Yep. I, it's not sort of like, I don't know, in a weird way, it fits me. Yes. In a a strange way, I I think it's always done, like, like my hair is always done. I, like, it's not a weird thing. It's just the hair (laughs) on my head happens to be pink. (laughs) Right. Right. No, and I think it would be odd to see you without it. 
I'll have to post a picture in the show notes of this episode <laughs> of what I look like without pink hair. And I think everybody has their own pink hair. So maybe mm-hmm. it isn't pink hair, but it's that one thing that they can do that shows off. Maybe it's their playful side. And I mm-hmm. usually think it comes down to their playful side. Like, what can you do that actually is fun for you? And like you said, doesn't turn you into your own worst boss. And That's so true. I think it allows us to make fun of ourselves. And for me, too, with the pirate, it was it's not because I have this odd fascination with pirates. I just think that they're they're playful and they're fun and they make me laugh. And so I knew if I dressed up as a pirate and post pictures on my website and built that into my brand, it would really attract the right type of clients for me that are looking for something a little bit silly, a little bit serious and strategic. Um, and it would also scare away a lot of people I probably don't want to work with anyway. And I think that's such a great point. I mean, I... I have mentioned this before, but the the first thing you see when you land on my website is a humongous picture of my face <laughs> because, and the word douchebag is there, because it's an immediate self-selector. Right. And so yeah. I, I think you bring up a good point of by not embracing this, you tend to not turn anyone off. And when you're not turning anyone off, you're not tending to be drawing anybody in either. Um, people kind of are like meh about you, which is not how we want people to react. Um, so I think that's a really great point. And I like that you bring up that it doesn't have to be pink hair. Um, I think for me, I I think this, you'll probably agree the pirate thing is the same for you. It's just sort of a physical representation of something else. The way I talk, my personality, um, the way I'm going to behave with you. I mean, it's, it's very sort of like outside of the box. I'm not going to coddle you. I'm not going to be like, Oh, it's no, it's, (laughs) this is what we're going to do. And we're going to do this stuff, you know? And for you, it's that, that physical in, in representation of like the rebellion. Right. It's a reminder. It's a, you know, and it's a reminder for me too. Just like, this is, this is what I bring to the table. It's thinking, I mean, just thinking outside of the box and like Mm -hmm. I want to approach copywriting from a different angle because there's a lot of copy out there we've all seen it and it sounds the same and so um to actually get in costume reminds me to be different and to force myself to be a little uncomfortable and to um, just really have fun with it too. And so I think it's good to have those visual reminders online that you can see of yourself mm-hmm. and then also in person too. Like you, you have to live with yourself. So create reminders around your office space. Um, and for you, <laughs> you created the best reminder of all anytime you look in the mirror. It's True. there. It's your brand. It's what you stand for. So, you know, whether if, if it's not your hair, then you can find other ways to remind yourself of what you stand for through symbolism, um, through objects, through experiences that you add to your own life. Well, I love that you talked about sort of bringing those reminders into your office space because I'll admit it made me totally look around my office and be like, yes, I do have that all over the place. Um, I mean, even to the point of like the wallpaper on my computer. It's all sort of representative of the way uh, I want my business to make me feel or I want to make my clients feel or the lifestyle I want to have or the reasons I do this um, or just me. The parts, you know, like the thing I immediately thought of is like I, I was a, no, I did the Kickstarter for uh, the Veronica Mars movie because I'm obsessed with Veronica Mars as well. <laughs> and so I have my Veronica Mars stickers in here or my Mickey Mouse ears that a client sent me because she knew I love Disney random stuff like that uh, is all over the place to keep me in me 
and right. not in what I feel like I'm quote unquote supposed to be to reach quote unquote success, which also isn't the same for everybody. Yeah. And I guarantee when you sit down to work on a project or whether you're just writing copy for an email that goes out, when you surround yourself with everything that you're really into and everything that makes you weird, then you will infuse that into the writing, into your messages, into your social media too. I love, I love that, that we need the reminder too, because I, I do think it's easy to get inside your own head and push the cool stuff out. Yeah. I mean, life takes over, you know, for me, it's like I had a baby a couple months ago and you get in mama mode and you're just like, you aren't in the pirate anymore. And so yeah. I have to put on that patch and, you know, grab my little sword and hook because I need to remember there's this other side of me too. And it's mm-hmm. a really important side of me that I need to bring into my business and not even just in my business, but I need to bring it back in to my life because I, you know, things get stripped away through different life experiences and whether it's having a child or it's moving or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I think you can lose yourself really easily if you're not careful. Awesome. So let's, let's jump into some tips on how to get people sort of back on track. Maybe they've embraced this before. Maybe they're hearing this and going, oh my God, why haven't I embraced this before? What are a few <laughs> things? Let's start with one our first thing that people can do to, to, to line up with this, to get where they need to be, uh, to feel good about what they're putting out there and what represents them. Cause that sucks when you don't like it. Yeah. So I think this, the first one is kind of obvious based on what we've been talking about, but it's really easy too. And so I think the best thing you can do is dress up in a costume, go online or go to a Halloween shop and find a costume that excites you. So maybe you always wanted to be some type of celebrity or, um, you know, whatever you wanted to be like an evil witch, whatever it is that you just get really excited about. Don't wait for Halloween, which you probably wouldn't, you know, we don't necessarily dress up for Halloween anymore either. Pretend like you're a kid and just get it, put it on, have a photo shoot, post it on Instagram. This also helps with your social media and marketing and um, have fun with it. And then also the part of it is thinking about why you chose what you chose. And maybe it's a mishmash of wigs and um, outfits and whatever glitter, but figure out why you chose it and what it says about you choosing it. And I don't think we have to get too set on a particular outfit or costume know that it changes but just think about how can I actually bring this into my brand is there some way I can update my photos on my website to bring in a little bit of this like this new person that I just created is there any way I could bring that into the language and the copy or just my my how I'm showing up in the world and so I think it's just a good reflective uh, activity for all of us to take part in and I love that because, you know, I think when you get in that space sort of physically, and maybe it's a pink wig instead of full on bleaching out your hair and dying in pink, um, <laughs> which is a little more <laughs> extreme. Um, but, you know, I think you talk, speaking in extremes, you don't necessarily have to then take pictures in that costume like, like you did, but like find a space that represents that to take your pictures in. Um, you can find ways to put that infuse that without going all the way maybe it's pink wig instead of full-on pink hair um but i think that's such a good reminder to to get all like dive all the way in and yeah then pull out the parts that you want to sort of keep right and yeah i'm not saying dress up in costume when you go to a speaking engagement and show up like i wouldn't show up necessarily right now as a pirate and I'm, you know the costume of choice for me will change because I, as a person, am changing. 
And so maybe I'll be a mermaid next. Who knows? Um, but I think it's good just. <laughs> I think it's good just not, to not get stuck. And I will also say, Stacy, that I do have a pink wig, and I have photos in that pink wig, and it's because I'm too chicken to go all in like you did. And I also think that I have to start with like a little streak of a color before I could go all in. I'm not quite as brave as you are. I went all in right away. <laughs> um, but I, in, in full transparency, I've never been somebody that was particularly concerned about what was going to happen with my hair. Um, my hair grows really fast. I have a ton of it. It's really like resilient to holding up to like, if this didn't go well, we could cover it up. Um, so maybe it's not for everybody. Right. Um, Don't try this at home. But it's awesome. I'm just saying. Uh, right up until somebody at a concert randomly grabs your hair because they think it's a wig, which is equally inappropriate, by the way. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> another show. Another show. Uh, so I like that. So what is the next... Now that I'm kind of in that space, and we have figured out maybe different versions or one version or these pieces that we want to pull in, how do we go about executing that sort of infusion, you know, specifically into our copy, since that's sort of your expertise, but into our brand overall? Yeah. So I think, you know, it's it's showing up online. So I think for a lot of people and a lot of clients I work with, especially, um, they tend to be ones that don't necessarily uh, want to show up on their websites. And that's a change that uh, I think just has to, it has to happen now. Um, When people land on your websites, they have to see you. And then more than that, they don't want to just see you. They want to like feel you and get a piece of your personality within a couple seconds. So I think part of it is uh, doing an audit of your own Uh, website and social media and even just if you're sending emails to your list like figure out all those different touch points that you have and audit yourself and find out if you're showing up at all and how you're showing up on there and then um, you know figure out a way to just bring in this new this new dynamic version of yourself Uh, the eccentric side of you and it's a way for you to kind of look at your personality and uh, if you could multiply your personality to like times a hundred what would that person look like what would that person sound like I mean if you have a hard time visualizing it I would even recommend having a party or having a couple friends over and I've had a party like this with my friends where I invited everybody over for um, my husband's birthday party and told them to show up as Um, basically show up as yourself on crack and like what's your ultimate personality and dress up in costume to do that so do you know do that if you need to physically see it and do it yourself and also like invite your friends to do it for a fun experience make that happen as well and um, I think you'll learn about yourself along the way and you'll also be really clear throughout this process of what is missing in every aspect of the way you show up online I like that. And I like the idea of, of getting people in on it because I think it's fun to to do it together. <laughs> yeah, it's way more fun that way. I mean, it's I, I think the last part of it is to create a challenge for yourself. And I really like challenges because I won't necessarily stick to something unless I'm held accountable by, you know, the online world and the community of people. Otherwise, I'll be like, yeah, I'm just going to stop doing this now. So I would say if this is something really important to you, challenge yourself openly to do it. You know, challenge yourself with your community and tell them 
this is my plan. I'm going to hold this event and show off this new side of me or the side that of me that I've been hiding. And I'm going to share it with you through my next blog post. And people will really get behind you and feel excited for you. And they'll also want to be a part of it. So you can make it interactive and challenge other people to participate as well. And I think my example is that in May, I'm going to do my own 15-day get your freak on and branding business and life challenge where for 15 days, I'm going to do something uncomfortable every single day and something that will help me kind of get closer to the person that um, I want to be and like kind of the person that's hiding inside. I like that. And I, and I do, well, again, I think that community aspects, that accountability, it keeps us in check. And also it gives us a place to, to get feedback and to try it on with someone else. I think there is a new level of discomfort when you talk about trying this on with other people. Yeah, and that's a good point, too, that you can get feedback as you're doing this, and it's a little bit more playful and not necessarily changing your entire website or hiring a new web designer or hiring a new photographer to take all these new photos. It's just putting some feelers out there to people that know you or trust that you trust somewhat, and you know maybe you'll get some good feedback, and maybe it would be something like, Oh, you know, as a mermaid, Kira, you're showing up in a more trustworthy way and people might want to work with you rather than a pirate. And so you might get some feedback that you could actually use and implement. Awesome. 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 All right. So before we wrap it up, I want to sort of give everybody sort of one more super valuable takeaway. Um, So what do you think the most important thing to know is when you go into this sort of embracing your inner freak? Um, you know, I think it's, it's to stop hiding and, um, you know, this is something for you, Stacy. like that you've already, you've made that change. And I think it's easy for people to look at you and just assume that it was easy for you and that it's massively um, uncomfortable. I was talking to a client about that the other day. <laughs> yeah. And it's good to hear that from you. Cause I think it's easy for us to look at people that are already, made this shift and think, oh, it's just easier for some and not others, but it's uncomfortable for everyone. So I would say the first you know, step is just deciding that you no longer want to hide, that you want to show up, that you're actually going to have pictures of yourself on the website and you are going to add your personality and your opinions uh, to everything that you do. So you have to be ready to scare some people away. And if you're not ready for that, then you probably won't be able to make this shift and really stand out in your niche. And and I, I was talking about this in the VIP community with somebody the other day, but if you're not turning someone away, you are not attracting people either. There is a, you know, and Marie Forleo says this, when you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. Yep. You have to have that unique thing that's yours, whether that's pink hair or a pirate costume or swearing or not swearing or a unique look at the problems you help clients solve. Whatever it is, I, th- I, I agree. I think putting it out there, getting it out there uh, is, is so important. For me, the thing that helped me get past it is I realized that if I kept doing this in a way that I was doing it, I was not going to like it and I wasn't going to be happy with it and I wasn't going to be able to actually do what I wanted to do in life. Uh, and by extension, I wasn't going to be able to actually help the people I wanted to help uh, in a real way because I was never going to reach them and or I wasn't showing up in in a real way. So if I wasn't 100% there, I couldn't 100% give. So for me, that was sort of the, the thing. And I will tell you that even now, every day, I predict that this will not change 
there's something about how I put myself out there that makes me uncomfortable. I get emails from people. I get Facebook messages from people. I get questioned about why I do what I do or, or how I say what I say or whatever. Um, and you question it. It, it. That will never change. I apologize in advance for <laughs> that. But you have to just keep, keep doing it because I also get Facebook messages and emails from people who love it. Yeah, and I think that's good to hear too, that it's it doesn't necessarily ever go away and you always kind of question it too because I do as well. And I feel like I'm just getting started really showing up in the way I want to. And um, it's, you know, your family may question it, your friends, um, and it's, it's hard. And you start to kind of want to shy away and hide sometimes. And I think it's just you have to keep pushing, pushing, pushing. Because like you said, if you want to have the life you want and you want to work with people that you really admire, they're only going to be attracted to you if you're somebody that they also admire. And, mm-hmm. you know, for me, I think the big push was having a few jobs that were just so gray and the way they showed up and corporate and it just terrified me and strangled my creativity and so I ran in the opposite direction and I just I can't go back I don't want to go back so this is the only direction to go is to become more colorful and and um, figure out how to constantly evolve awesome so if people want to learn more about you and, and and what you do and hang out in your world where can they go you can find me at kirahug.com, and that's K-I-R-A-H-U-G.com. Awesome, and there'll be links to that in the show notes. Thank you so much, Kira, for joining me and, and, and being transparent and honest with the community because I think that's the only time that we allow for real like value and lessons to happen. So thank you. Thank you, Stacey, for having me and for inspiring me to be more bold too. Awesome. Well, thank you. And thank you guys for listening. We will see you next time. 